From a few metres away, she can occasionally hear the soft, ragged breathing of the little clutch of men in the next boat. A BBC TV documentary crew who've flown over from the UK especially to film Janelle in action. They're obviously nervous, and they're nowhere near where the crocs will be if they're here. Janelle smiles to herself and continues surveying the water carefully for any telltale signs. Her next movement is so quick that afterwards the men confess they never saw a thing. Janelle has spotted a giant croc blinking in the mud, the harpoon gun has been fired, and it's scored a direct hit. The croc sinks slowly in the water, and there's a gasp from the men in the other boat, who only now, with the wave of displaced water heading for their boat, realise what a giant he must be. But now comes the hardest part, the weight. A crocodile can stay comfortably submerged for an hour, slowing its heart rate to between two and three beats a minute to reduce oxygen consumption, and closing valves to redirect blood to where it's most needed. Until that time is up, it's too dangerous to check to see if it's dead. The minutes tick by agonisingly slowly, and Janelle can tell the men in the next boat are getting restless. After half an hour, Janelle's husband, Blue, takes out a spear and plunges it into the water to see what's happening. Suddenly there's what feels like an explosion at their feet. There's a rush of water, a flash of green, and the croc is lashing out with his tail to try to knock everyone from their boats. There's a shriek of fear from the Brits. But they were fine, laughs Janelle now. They'd just all got a bit on edge. Crocs do sometimes knock the boats around with their tails, which can be dangerous, but I was keeping a close eye on them. More worrying for Janelle, however, is the hole the croc has ripped in the side of her boat. Water starts gushing in, and she knows if it sinks here, she'll end up little more than a tasty snack for the family they've disturbed. The boat ramp is a long way back, and she sizes up the hole and makes a rough estimate that if she leaves now and travels at steady speed, she might just make it. Hoping no one can see through the darkness what a dire position she's in, she keeps her voice casual as she calls out to the second boat that they'd better get going back now. They're all far too busy discussing the amazing action shots they've got to notice how low her boat is suddenly sitting in the murky water, and are also eager to get back to examine their footage. She makes it to the ramp with barely a minute to spare. Such near misses are simply par for the course in her line of work, managing a croc farm and hunting down wild crocs that have strayed close to human settlements, posing too much of a danger for their inhabitants. It's just like the time she dropped Blue off on a riverbank, so he could sneak back to a croc they'd seen basking in the shallows near an Aboriginal community. He'd crept back without incident and shot the croc right on the edge of the water. A little too casually, he then stepped into the water to grab the croc, only to find himself in the middle of a whirlpool of frenzied splashing. Both Janelle and Blue assumed the croc wasn't yet dead, until Janelle spotted a second croc heading right for Blue. Without a moment's hesitation, she raced the boat in to wedge herself between the angry croc and her husband, as he leapt faster than he'd ever moved before to safety from the water. I never panic, Janelle grins. I guess we see and do some amazing things, and we get used to the dangers, and know how to measure them and make sure everyone's safe. It all becomes pretty much second nature. Appearances can be deceptive, and never more so than with 54-year-old Janelle, 
a trim and dainty-looking five-foot-three inches tall, with long, pink-varnished fingernails. At first sight, she looks as though she'd be far more at home in the suburbs of Sydney or Melbourne than out in the remote, rough-and-ready Victoria River region of the Northern Territory, 230 kilometres southwest of Catherine, surrounded by majestic mountain ranges and rocky escarpments, and cut off for up to six months every year during the wet season. Yet Janelle is one of the toughest, most capable women you could ever imagine meeting. For the last 20 years, she and Blue have run the Coolabar Crocodile Farm, rearing saltwater crocodiles, among the deadliest creatures on earth, to provide skins that are regarded as some of the best in the world. With an intensive feedlot for up to 8,000 salties of all different sizes and ages at a time, they send the juveniles to the growing number of farms for mature crocodiles throughout Australia for their skins to be used eventually.